It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel, and each week I ask my best friend Thomas Powell if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today on this Marquesas Monday night? Hey, everybody. It's time to make some crazy money. Are you ready? Here we go. Okay. So, Thomas, let me. I got a follow up question for you. Why are you doing the crazy taxi? I just, you know, I was thinking about crazy taxi. Oh, you and I naturally. have a shared history with uh, playing Crazy Taxi. We do indeed, in that we played it. <laughs> what if we had a Did You Play Crazy Taxi last night? Uh, Most popular show on Patreon, Patreon of all time. <laughs> and obviously, uh, if we ever do a music sting for that, it would be an Offspring song. Yeah, that's just that goes without saying, honestly. I do feel I, like anytime I think about Crazy Taxi, I just hear like, yeah, 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 and then... <laughs> Mm-hmm. The guitars hitting for an offspring song. Do you remember um, the song that was like, I don't give a bleep, and we would always say bleep really loud over yeah, whatever yeah. the cuss word was they said in that song? That's yeah, there is a point stuff. where, yeah, there is a point, I think in the non edited version of it, they just say, like, I don't give a fuck or whatever. Wow. Controversial, but yeah. Children play that out, game. So we, we would do that. We were children at the time. Can you imagine what would happen to us if we heard the F word at 12 years old? Yeah. Our, our delicate ears. Uh, you know, children must be protected. Yes, yes, yes. So that we can continue, so that we can continue uh, making ourselves in NBA 2K and uh, <laughs> making, uh, making NBA 2K teams called the Poop Town Poopers. Was, was that Coach First Last's team? Oh, first I yeah, uh, first last uh, I believe that bo- that was in NBA Two K Five, and that was our coach first last who uh, his only game plan was throwing alley oops. <laughs> Best coach in the league, and also I believe that that team was all U.S. presidents. <laughs> yeah, we were really cool. We were really cool, <laughs> we were really cool in high school. <laughs> school. And we continue to be cool to this just day. normal stuff that you do. We had a blog called Cool Things because we were cool guys. Yeah, that's right. We were we we were tastemakers uh, in Rockford High School in two thousand six to nine. Uh, <laughs> that's right, two thousand sixty nine. Hey, there's a year I'm excited for. Two thousand sixty nine, the year horniness finally took over. I guess it would be pronounced twenty sixty nine. Twenty four twenty. I hope I live. I hope I live to see twenty four twenty. Yeah, me too. That would be a really fucking chill year. Imagine going forward in time to that and just language is completely different and you try and say that to someone and they're like... They just do a series of... Do a series of yeah, I'm going to do... I didn't see the new Bill and Ted's, but I'm going to do another new one uh, where they go forward in time this time to 2420. Uh. It would be so funny. I, wa- I, would, I, I think no- more than anything in my life, I would love for someone from 400 years ago... <laughs> To intentionally travel forward in time to try and say something funny to me. Honestly, with like the Just way, like, verily yon wench hath the it's way, like, oh, the yeah, way good jokes one, are and the way like meta humor is and dadaism and everything these days, it's like it would probably even go over pretty well when you think about it. Let's find a joke from 398 years ago. Joke from 398. Years uh, you know if ago. if the, if. If the timing is good, like that's the thing. Is it's all oh my about god! The and you know what they say about comedy: tragedy plus time equals comedy. So, what would the tra- Yeah, they would be like they would do a joke about like the Mount Vesuvius. Uh, I'm thinking Jamestown people in the Jamestown colony. Oh dying. sure. What was the island that all the people died on? Was it like Hawaii? Uh, there isn't. Guam? No, it was um, it was off of like North Puerto Carolina, Rico? I think. Cuba. <laughs> too too soon <laughs> for the Puerto okay. Rico one. Hmm. Um, I don't remember whatever you were saying. I. It's this is a, a vague memory from taking AP US history. Yeah, well, so. not all of us were so smart that we could be in AP US history. Some sometimes we were just That's in the true. room afterwards. Some of us were, but not all of us. Young Democrats Club. My, I'm so sorry, my Google is going so slow. I'm trying to look up joke from 390 ago. 
Uh, it was uh, the Roanoke Colony. Oh, thank you. There's a Vulture article here that says 398 Arrested Development jokes you probably missed. Checks on them. I've seen Damn, every episode I didn't realize times. that that was an adaptation of jokes from 398 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because comedy is timeless. You ever notice how in Cheers it's still funny? Because they don't have any top That is humor. the least accurate thing you've ever said. What? That Cheers still holds up because there's not topical humor in it? No, not that. That comedy is timeless. I think that nothing ages worse than comedy. Oh, please. There's some stuff that stands the test of time. Show me one comedy special from 30 to 40 years ago that's bad now. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you put on um, a Dennis Leary special today, funny guy, as timely as it was then. Funny guy, always making good jokes. I will say I was watching, I was watching some Looney Tunes recently, and you know what? still slaps yeah because again comedy is timeless okay thomas i actually found a joke from 398 years ago okay it's called the aristocats fuck the aristocrats <laughs> damn i didn't realize disney was making movies 398 yeah well disney's ago. been frozen for 400 years but they won't tell you yeah, that on my favorite ground, murder like rita from power rangers what you know, Rita says, uh, after 10,000 years, I'm free or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's time to conquer Earth. Yeah. And then, who's going to be able to stop Walt Disney? Well, teenagers with attitudes, that's who. You know who I think might be able to stop Walt Disney? It's our Christian friend, Jonathan Thomas. I have to ask you, did you watch Survivor 42 last night? I sure did, Jake. And don't question too much why I think Jonathan could defeat Walt Disney. It just made sense when I said it. So yeah, with the power of Christ. With the power of Christ, uh, for Walt Disney. Speaking being of racist. Arrested Development jokes, he's got that T necklace that he always wears. Oh yeah, uh, I. To be honest, I think I missed that one. Three hundred ninety-nine jokes, more like it. Yeah, it's may, maybe says uh, where 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 can I get one of those T necklaces that you have? And Anne says, "Oh, it's across." And she goes, "Across from yeah. where?" That's another one. Four hundred jokes on the dot. Missed them all. And here's my question. Arrested Development? A comedy? That was straight drama to me. <laughs> That's why I dared on TNT. No, jo- no jokes I caught. Speaking of TNT, it's the NBA yes. playoffs, and I'm annoyed that they don't have Kira Sedgwick walking out in front of the screen while I'm attempting to watch yeah, it. She used to be the closer. Now they call her the retired you sure do. They they called this week's episode of Survivor, You Can't Hide on Survivor, slash, The Devil You Do or The Devil You Don't. What do you think of these two titles, Thomas? I don't like this fence. I mean, I guess it's two episodes, but I don't like this fence sitting. Pick one. Wow. You, big proponent of watching Survivor twice every time they do a double episode. That's true. It they finally succumb to you and give you two episode titles, and you're like, I don't like it. No, thank you. I do like You Can't Hide from Survivor. I think that's a good title. Uh, You can't hide on Survivor, but you also can't hide from Survivor because the monster is hungry and the monster is the smoke monster. Like Mr. Echo, remember? I do remember. R.I.P. Mr. Echo, first real casualty of the black smoke on a little television show we like to call Lost. Why do we call it Lost? Because I can't find the DVDs. That's a joke, of course. They're in my apartment. <laughs> I would never let them go. They're my most prized possessions. <laughs> so we start off on the Vati drive. Hi tells Chanel that he is impressed by her. I, oh, sure. Um, He's lying. Mike keeps interrupting Chanel while she's trying to explain herself. Uh, cool guy move from Mike. Really cool guy. Honestly, she does not have a good explanation for it, so... Well, I mean, Mike was talking over her the entire time, so maybe it was hard for her to get out the explanation. Well, her her reasoning was that she was hedging in case uh, Daniel played his shot in the dark, and, like, when has that ever worked? Well, it's a bra- it's basically a brand new thing. They don't know but how like, it works yet. She would have had enough votes outright to beat him. I, I, I thought that was a huge blunder on her part. Yeah. Chanel, honestly, not looking great. No, not really. Uh, Mike says he won't ever trust Chanel anymore, but 
would take a bullet for Lydia and Ty. Would you, Mark? It's interesting you yeah, say that. Yeah, that's interesting that he would say that. I do think that's the right strategy in a situation like this, is just to be like, ah, oh, water under the bridge, and then just be like, not really, but I won't say that. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do the Deshaun thing where you just complain a lot for, <laughs> like, a full episode to everyone. Yeah. Uh, over on Ika, Roxroy goes fruit gathering, and Tori will not leave him alone about what he learned on the summit. I'll tell you what. This was wild. I hate being a nuisance, right? Despite <laughs> how I just how I talk to you on this podcast, Thomas. I hate feeling well, like yeah. a nuisance. Well, yeah, you know what though? I feed into that. <laughs> I think both of us are guilty. Um, but I feel like if I were in Tori's position and Roxbury was like, "I don't want to give up this information," I'd be like, "All right, goodbye. I'll never speak to you again. I'm thoroughly embarrassed." Well, it's something that you can use, too. I mean, even just from a gameplay perspective, all you got to do is ask once, and if he's being evasive about it, use yeah. it. What you don't want to do is look like the asshole just in that situation. Just pester him. Uh, Romeo and Drea listen in and realize that Tori has no true alliance. This was great. I loved seeing the two people on this tribe who are like always at each other's throats, continuing to be at each other's throats, and the two people we generally like being... Like, gaining information through no risk of their own. That's good. I lo- this is a good thing. It, wa- it was very nice. Uh, what happens on this reward challenge? Well, let me tell you. Jeff explains that they aren't merged, uh, and he then tells us how he changed the hourglass twist to change how players will make their decision. No, it's because Danny yelled at you last season. We all know. He wasn't quiet about it after the show aired. Yeah. And you know why? It was because it was stupid. It was stupid. And you know what? It's still, it's still stupid. <laughs> it is still stupid. I will say. There's only one choice you can make. The, the only way that this would be a tough decision is if your immunity was not hinged on it. Yes, exactly. Because people are always going to act in their own self-interest. Either the person who goes to exile either needs to be immune no matter what, or not be immune no matter what. But if it, Yeah, it's like, hmm, am I going to revoke the immunity of the people that sent me to exile, or am I going to, and also protect myself, or am I going to try to curry favor with the people that didn't think I deserved to go on the reward? Yeah. And the, the stupid thing is, you're pissing half the people off either way. So why yeah, wouldn't there's you? There's not going to be... Uh, 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 yeah, like, either way, you're going to make people mad, but at least you'll be safe. Uh, so, Thomas, place. I did watch this episode twice, as you like to say, because I watched it once live, and then again, when I went uh, up to my parents' house this weekend. Uh, so while watching this challenge, my mom said that Jeff looks like a marionette. Jeff does look like a marionette. That is an astute <laughs> comment from your mom. so Pass accurate. Pass your mom. <laughs> Yeah, Vasquez, my mom. Yep, that's what we call her. Uh, so they have to dig up a big ball and then climb the tower and then do some puzzles. It's basically the same thing as last year. Last season, whatever. What month is it? March? April? It's April. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, Wake Me Up When uh, April Ends. That's the song. That's the song. And would you believe it? The winners get Applebee's. My favorite sit-down restaurant. They were, yeah, the, the the choice was eating good in the neighborhood. I know why they do this, and it's because, like, one, obviously you get sponsorship money, but yeah. it's also really easy to do it because Applebee's has their own, like, supply chains, and they have a bunch of prepackaged stuff that they can just send you. Mm, MREs. I know MR that Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I know everyone was very hungry, but it was really funny to see people get that excited for Applebee's. Like, yeah, I... Like I was watching this with uh, with uh, band former guest, <laughs> and he uh, he made a good point, which is that he has never had a good Applebee's experience, and I'm inclined to agree. I was just thinking, like, when's the last time I went to an Applebee's? When's the last time you went to an Applebee's? I get if there's like nothing else going on. Like I think we're both lucky enough to be in large enough metropolitan areas that there's a lot of good like local restaurants but you know if you're out in the suburbs and nowhere and you know it's just all chain restaurants i can see you going there but the problem with it is that the pricing for it is way too similar to like actually good restaurants is it no 
Like, it's not as cheap as you would hope for what you're getting. Let me let me say this, Thomas. I know we have this Chicago Grand Rapids rivalry going on, and it'll never be solved. What? Classic. One thing I love about Grand Rapids: so incredibly cheap, so cheap. It is cheap. It is cheap compared to Chicago. I always get stressed out going out in Chicago, you know, because I uh, don't have any money because nobody will subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, but in Grand Rapids this weekend, not even a concern. Shit's free there. What would you say the average cocktail price is in Chicago? Um, for a decent cocktail, probably thirteen to fourteen dollars. Okay, we're more in like the ten to eleven range. Yeah, I noticed that. I did notice that. I was pleased with that. I, I really liked the bar. I, we we discussed this for. A long time before we actually started recording. But I really like the bar we went to. Should we shout them out, or are they not giving us money, Thomas? They're not giving us money, but I do like Long Road Distillers. That's so the name. I will, I will shout them out. It's a, it's a nice... Uh, they make good uh, liquor, and the bar was... You know, it's a, it's a nice place to go get a drink and some food. Yeah, we had a good time there. So, um, it's kind of like Grand Rapids' own Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, Grapplebee's. <laughs> Uh, so on the bl- that's what they call all of the beer. <laughs> that's what they call all restaurants. Yeah, uh, it's like how they call every soda Coke in the south. Yeah, exactly. On the blue team, we've got Chanel, Omar, Mike, Romeo, and Drea. I like that group overall. On the orange, yeah, I think so. On too. the orange team, we've got Hi, Jonathan, Lydia, Marianne, and Tori. I'll tell you what, I like that team significantly less. Yeah, I think they basically divided them along our annoying, not annoying lines <laughs> that, we, that we did last week. Oh yeah, Thomas, I did want to uh, potentially start a new segment birthed out of annoying, not annoying last week. Do you want to uh, rank everybody as annoying or not annoying for each episode? I yeah, you know what? I'm 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 or into like, that. Not you know, everybody. These, the, but I don't like, want to. I don't want to pretend that our first rankings were definitive. Yeah. These things change from they episode fluctuate. to episode. Um, maybe not every person, because that's a lot of people. But who was the most annoying this episode? Definitely Tori. Easy. Who was the least annoying? Uh, probably Roxroyd this week, that's, I was going to say the same thing. Um, second question. Third question. What is a song that would be a good singer for this segment? Um, that is a good question. Annoying, not annoying. Classic segment on Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? Everyone's favorite Survivor podcast. Because it is the only one. Do I... Uh, uh, I Hate Everything About You by uh, Three Days Grace. <laughs> Lock it in, that's it. Alright, so that's... Um, annoying, not annoying. Can you believe it? First, first iterance of this segment, and I already forgot what it's called. Uh, we could do that, or honestly, that song kind of sucks. We could do "Fuck You" by Lily Allen. Ooh, that's better. Okay, so that is annoying, not annoying. Okay, and then there you go. Okay, great, great new segment. Everybody loves it. Uh, Lindsay and Rock Troy pulled the gray rocks, so they will not compete. Once again, Jonathan dominates the challenge. Uh, at one point, the other balls, the other team's ball is rolling toward him, and Jeff tells him to watch out. It just feels like Jeff is playing favorites. So hard. Jeff, Jeff is always playing favorites. Jeff is pushing agendas constantly. Mm, yeah. Jake, did you like it when Jeff, when he was explaining things, was like, I gotta hurry up, they're coming. No, I didn't. Schedule your time better, Jeff. I didn't like that either. What if he flubbed a line and they were like, wait, guys, we got to do another yeah. take. Walk back 50 feet. Um, yeah, that'd be really fun. The Orange wins, which means they don't have to compete in the next immunity challenge. And they bring Lindsay to Applebee's, which we all know is her favorite sit-down restaurant. Rocks- I got to tell you. Yes. I, I had a fun moment uh, watching when they were going to Applebee's. Um also, I uh, before that, I, I liked that uh, Mike was willing to, like, 
use his body as a bridge to get Drea up. Yep. Yep. I thought that was uh, I thought that was fun. Um, but uh, the like the fluorescent teal drinks that they had that were almost certainly just pure sugar. Shark tanks. Like I'm sure they would be good. I'm sure they would be good after you hadn't had anything. But also, I was talking shit about those drinks, and I was also drinking a uh, Mango Monster Zero, which is, the can is the exact same color <laughs> as those drinks. And as I was talking shit about those drinks, too, I was like, I would never drink something That's like disgusting. that. That's disgusting. Who would drink such a thing? Uh, and the answer yeah. is me. If you put one of those in front of me, I would drink Roxroy it. is sent to exile, and Jeff gives the losing team one serving of rice. Again, I don't know why Jeff doesn't play into being mean all the time. He loves it so much. He does. He loved being a little shit, giving them only one piece of rice. Jeff's a sadist, but the funny thing about it is that those they were all very... That's more rice than they've had all season, so they were very happy to have the rice. I know. Absolutely. And it was really fun, because Jeff was having a great time, too. As Romeo said, they would have eaten doo-doo if it was provided to them. <laughs> Uh, then in a talking head, Roxroy says it shouldn't be so easy to get a million dollars. And I think that might be the first instance of something we could describe as a winner's quote. What do you think? Uh, I, I think so. And also, I disagree. I would love to get a million dollars in the easiest way possible. Yeah, that sounds really good, actually. If, if they be- offered to put me on Survivor and I would immediately get fast-tracked to winning, I would absolutely accept that. Uh, here's an idea, Thomas. What if we get um, 10 people to subscribe, to 20 people to subscribe to our ha- highest Patreon, which is... Pope and change, change. Which I believe is $1 million per Pope month. Pope and Change is $1 million. Okay, so we need three-ish people to subscribe to Pope and Change, because obviously we have to split it yeah, with Barack Obama. Yeah, some of that's Obama. going to Barack Obama, so... So, we... We want to make a million dollars, but we don't want to do a lot of work for it. Do you get what we're saying? So if you... Oh my god, what if Barack Obama subscribes? He's got a million dollars. Barack Obama paying him to, you know, if Barack Obama has money he needs to launder, that seems like a good way to do it. <laughs> We're Hit here to up. help you, Barack Obama. Applebee's, Jonathan almost went to exile himself. He almost volunteered, so that's nice. And he says he's eating like a king. He was housing Dude, his wings, I'm going to be so sad when Jonathan leaves. He's I so love him. Good. He's he's a delightful like, I under- on the show. He revealed he he's basically Gaston. He revealed that he eats eighteen eggs and like seven pieces of cheese for an well, average I, meal. I I wouldn't compare him to Gaston, the bad guy from Beauty and the Beast. I would, well, Gaston sings about eating a lot of eggs, though. Oh, okay. I would say he's like the cool hand Luke of Survivor because he talks about eating okay. eggs a lot. He I almost mean, he dies wasn't a, from all the He eggs wasn't that a he bad eats. guy. I don't know. I've never actually seen that movie. I just know it from the reality bites. It's a good movie. Okay. I recently learned of watch lists, right? Um, and don't question me on why. It's just a concept that never occurred to me. I want to make a list of movies I haven't seen, right? So that I can just like check them off whenever I'm like in the mood to watch a movie. But I'm always like, oh, what should I watch? What should I watch? Oh, The Circle on Netflix? The Circle fucking sucks. I'll be honest. The Circle sucks. Yeah, you get decision paralysis, and then you just default to yeah. whatever the easy... It's like, well, this one doesn't require yeah. any effort. Like, The Circle is funny, you know? It's a funny concept, and I like pe- seeing people uh, feel dumb. And that's, like, the entire show. It's great. But there's a lot of movies. Cool Hand Luke? Never seen it. Of. I watched that with my dad because my dad was like, we should watch that. And I was like, you know what? I wouldn't watch it if you didn't offer. So we should do that. And I didn't regret I it. I watched movie. Seven Samurai the other day while I was homesick from work. Fucking great. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one when you're homesick from yeah, work. Because it's three and a half hours long. What else are you doing? Uh, watch the second Mad Max movie. Also fucking great. Yeah, Road Warrior's yeah. great. I can't wait to watch the Teen Turner one. Been, been holding off on that one too. 
Have you seen the first Mad Max? Yeah, I really like it. It, it's inter- It's almost like a student film. Like it's very low budget. Hundred percent. But I felt like I needed to watch it before I saw Road Warrior, so I like understood the world that we were all living in. That being said, I did see Fury Road before any of the other ones. And here's a question I have. Did you know that the did you know that the guy that's the villain in the first Mad Max is the guy that plays Immortan Joe in uh, Fury Road? Uh, I think I may have heard that when it came out, but is have since forgotten. Why didn't they call Fury Road as it is the fourth Mad Max movie, Fury Road? Fury Road, and then Furiosa could be called Fury. Or she could be called Fury, and she could be like Wally from Wally. Some Furiosa. <laughs> Uh, at Applebee's, Tori tells them she doesn't get along with Roxroy. What a surprise. Tori loves to not get along with Roxroy. I genuinely... Oh, I also liked when, uh... Uh, we've, we've gotten to the point where Roxroy made his... Have we gotten to the point where Roxroy made his decision? No, not yet. Okay, never mind. Okay, first we, uh, have the camp, uh, scene. Romeo says they would have eaten a bag of cockroaches or doo-doo. George, you mentioned that's very funny. Romeo, cool guy. I like Romeo a lot. I'll be sad when he goes too. Damn, they really did a good job casting this season. I will say, who uh, is? God damn, you uh, love referencing him. I love referencing. Well, I can't say his name, but you can't uh, say because the phrase either. (laughs) Oh, I can't. Okay, I'm sorry. It's because he referenced "Welcome to Mooseport" on the show. Um. This this is a this is a swing boat podcast, exactly. but he made a good point. But uh, he he is he is by, uh, so get mad at him for making for saying this. If anyone, I don't think it's objectionable. But I, there was a nice moment between High and Romeo talking about you know Romeo is out to a lot of his oh, family, yeah. but not at all of it. And I think in El Sal, he said mostly the family in El Salvador that he still has. He's not out to, but um, it was like. Oh damn! Well, you're already pimping, yeah. but uh, he he was like, I think they can probably guess. <laughs> like no, no, no shade to Romeo. I like him a lot, but I, I, it's not really hard yeah. to tell. Uh, yeah, that, that, that was very funny. I had the same reaction. <laughs> it's like don't worry about it. Yeah, it's not just that. It's like it's like yeah, it's the the look, the the pageant uh, uh, coach thing. It's like it's it's you know. It, it, I he's he is truly living his truth and I admire him for that and I like him a lot. I think he's a very yeah, good player. I, I am very excited to see. I don't think I he just doesn't give me winner vibes yet. But I guess at this point no. in forty one I didn't see Erica winning either, so although let me think back to it. Who did I pick to win? Who did I pick to win forty one? Some forty The North Carolina Tournament. No, that was that was March Madness. Fuck. That's copyrighted. The future song? The big games. I picked North Carolina to win the big games. We can't say March Madness, Thomas. It's copyrighted. Um, I picked Erica to win Survivor 41, I'm pretty sure. And guess what? She did. So, take that and your pipe and smoke it. Or whatever they say. Well, you're on. You you've been on a hot streak in some Thank ways. You. As far as Thank you. Thank you. I got all green boxes on Wordle today. Yeah, but how many? How many? Not tries important. Doesn't two? matter. That doesn't matter. Because <laughs> hey. I got it in three. I got it in six. Whatever. Who cares? Who gives a shit? It's just numbers. Numbers is just a number. Yeah, that, I know that we you don't do math on this, but it took you a hundred percent more tries than. Okay, it took well, me. that sounds confusing, and I don't appreciate you bringing that up. <laughs> you did twice as good as me. How can that be one hundred percent? Drea figures out what power Rockstar is going to have at Exile. That was pretty incredible. That so is like, impressive. How did you call that? Drea, it, Drea's playing a very subtle game. Yes, why do you think I picked her? She's not as good at physical challenges as you would think, though. No? For being a fitness for being a fitness consultant. Well, she couldn't get up on that oh, boulder. I I guess I forgot she was a fitness consultant. Um, uh, Drea and Mike link up. I like Drea and Mike together a lot. They're both like very straightforward... They're not going to, like, beat around the bush or, like, not be honest with each other. Like, 
I, re- I really like both of them. I do too. I also, um, there, there was a potential for a couple alliances that I really liked with this. I liked, uh, uh, big guy Hoss Alliance with, uh, Mike and Jonathan. Oh, yeah. And then it looked like there was going to be a dorks Alliance between, uh, Omar and Lydia that unfortunately did not materialize. <laughs> I can't believe they didn't call themselves the dorks Alliance. Maybe it would have worked if they had. I did think the moment between Jonathan and Mike was really sweet of them just being like, you know, like we've both had people think that we're dumb. Well, we're Thomas, I'll have you know, you're once and again jumping ahead. Because at this point, we're at exile. It's fine. Oh, you know, I'm no, sorry. There's a lot to cover because this was a double episode, but Roxroy is having trouble making fire. He eventually does, though. He comes upon the hourglass and builds himself a shelter. Uh, I think Jeff said at one point the most impressive shelter he's ever seen on Exile. Yeah, Roxroy is like very good at yeah. that stuff. I was it Tori who said like Roxroy will probably enjoy being in Exile because <laughs> he likes being alone. Yeah, yeah, he gets to be alone. He gets to uh, you know he can do the work the way he wants to do it. He doesn't have to scold anybody for not doing it the way he wants it done. And yeah, he's very yeah. capable. So, uh, he climbs to the top of the Island to look out over the ocean and take it in. Uh, great, great scene. Great scene. Love rocks. <laughs> yeah, this was nice. This is a good episode for him. He talks about his declining eyesight. Uh, and that's one of the main reasons he wanted to climb to the top of that island. Uh, and just says that he's really, he feels really blessed to be there. Like, how, I don't see how you can not root for Roxroy after this episode. No, it, it really, I was not rooting for him before this episode, and it has made it quite hard for me not to root for yes. him. So. Uh, Jonathan and Mike, then back at camp, have their touching moment between the two big, strong boys. What did you, what did you want to say about this moment? Oh, I just thought it was nice, you know? I, I think they're both just, like, so, they're both gentle giants, and it was nice to have them, you know, have a, a someone who understands to bond with. Uh, and I would love to... I want them to be, like, you know that, that, uh, that like, tacked-up poster on a telephone pole that became a meme that was, like, two friends lifting things for Yes, yes, absolutely. That's what I want yeah. their alliance to be. Did their conversation remind you a lot of, like, our late night conversations as two fellow very big strong boys yeah you know i think a lot of people see our huge muscles and they think that we're just like you know uh himbos but we we have a lot of hidden layers we're uh, like ogres exactly call me an onion but don't call me um, wait for dinner we're having 18 eggs (laughs) (laughs) i was i was trying to think of the uh the bad guy from shrek saying but i'll be honest haven't watched that movie in a while. Kind of forgot. I'm sorry. Uh, Lord Farquaad. Thank you. They then go crab hunting. Um, Hi tells Omar that Chanel lost her vote. Omar tells Mike that he's been with his partner for six years. And they're both saving themselves for marriage. It's just a long time to be still doing that. Like, it's a long time. Uh, you know, he's he's a pretty devout Muslim. I he, uh, The thing that I said when that aired was, he picked the right person to tell this to, because Mike yeah. is very nice. And Mike went, oh, good for you. Yeah, 100%. I think he was kind of thrown off by that. Uh, he was, like, not expecting to hear that from Omar, uh, Omer, but he was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> sure. Yeah, Whatever like, works you know, for you. Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong. Like, what, I believe what he said was, nothing wrong with that. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I feel the same way. Sure. Um, I just like, why aren't you married yet? You know, six years. That's a long yeah, time. Yeah, that is a long time. I feel like they would maybe want to speed up that process, but you know what? I, that's, you know, whatever yeah. they're, they're trying to do what's right for them. I mean, my, uh, cousin just got engaged to her boyfriend and they'd been together for like 10 or 11 or 12 years. So, although they started dating in high school, so it's a little different. Omer's our yeah. age. People, they, you know what? I I do not. People want to do that at their own pace. I don't think that you know. I don't think you need to pressure them. Mm-hmm. Either way. It's very. That's a very woke thing to say, Thomas. 
Yes. Uh, nothing if not enlightened. <laughs> High tells Jonathor he would do for him what he did for Lydia. That's go to rocks, as we all remember. Or not go to rocks. Didn't know what I mean. We all we're all watching the show. High solidifies an alliance with Lydia, Drea, Jonathor, and Roxroy. This is important, of course. This is too many people. The, the thing that I came away from this was everyone can't be in the same alliance. Yeah. <laughs> There's 12 people left and 11 of them are in an alliance. And this this alliance, I, you know, I was proven wrong. This alliance yeah, is built to very, last. It's going to go Very good alliance. The uh, they put up Tori, Chanel, and Marianne. Chanel walks up and everyone scrambles. It was so funny to watch them try to be normal two different mm. times with Chanel and just no <laughs> one had so anything. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of John Lakeman on our mutual uh, enjoyed yes. show Patriot. Anytime that he has to improvise where they just don't <laughs> do anything. Um, I lo- we don't want to get too into Patriot, uh, but we could talk about it for hours. People that we went out with on Friday night seemed upset that we wanted to talk about Patriot for so long. Well, one of them is watching the show and enjoys it. So, Well, that's great. Um, unlike Lydia, some other, unlike some others, yeah, I could name, yeah, and am allowed to name on this podcast. <laughs> one one of the people we went out with is a band from the other podcast, and the other one is uh, basically a producer on the podcast. Yep, <laughs> we hang out with all kinds here. Uh, <laughs> Lydia tells Chanel that she hasn't heard her name come up. Drea then tells her alliance that she has an extra vote. So, what what about that? Anyway, uh, Jeff then comes to exile. Uh, I loved that he jumped out of that boat and they cut back to Roxroy right before Jeff fell on his ass. <laughs> Like, you could tell yeah. when he got out of the boat, like, he lost Don't his Don't worry brain. about it. Jeff has been losing his balance a lot this season. Because remember at the very beginning when he, like, put his foot dramatically to, like, pose on yes. that rock and he looked really awkward yes. doing it? Oh, my God. I almost forgot about that. Well, he is a marionette, sort of, so I'm not surprised. That's true. Pulling the strings. <laughs> Jeff is impressed by Rocks for his shelter, and then he grabs the hourglass Jeff tells him there are pros and cons to smashing the hourglass. Now, my question is, Jeff, what are the cons? Broken glass? Yeah, it's a classic uh, uh, Grandmaster Flash situation. There will be broken glass everywhere. Uh, Jeff and Roxroy then talk through his options, and Jeff, you know, hasn't looked up one video of an hourglass since last season, and tells him to just smash the glass rather than, you know, turn it over the way you would normally symbolize the reversing of time. Whatever. I'm not. Yeah, I don't understand why this is the way that they do it. Like, you're going to. This is a. You're not turning back time. You're destroying <laughs> yeah, time. Thanos much? Time will cease to exist. At the immunity challenge, Roxroy comes back and tells them that uh, exile was tiring and that smashed the hourglass. And everybody goes, "Woo! That's exactly how hourglasses work." Tori tells him, "Yeah, the island has become unstuck in time. <laughs> They're about to go back to the Dharma Initiative." Yes, Tori tells him that she sent him there with her best intentions. Tori. Needs to stop this was talking hilarious. so much. <laughs> With what? Yeah, she's just like, I thought you would like it if we sent you there. And like, so I don't think it's fair that you. <laughs> the f- like, what the fuck are you talking the about? The fact that she's right doesn't make up for her, her the way she spoke about it. It was so embarrassing. Uh, she is. 42's Angelina, I feel like, in, in David vs. Goliath. Yes, she absolutely is. She's about to take a, uh, a course at Yale yes. big moves, and then advanced yeah. big moves. Hey, if she hadn't won immunity, would the other people even get their rice? That's a good point. Uh, they- Tori doesn't want to play the rice card. 
<laughs> they have to stack blocks to spell out immunity. It's a classic challenge. We see it every season. I love this one. It's Honestly, it's very good. Uh, they win immunity, which is a cool necklace with rubies and the Ouroboros from Tribal Immunity. I'm glad they brought that back. Me too. Really good. Really good stuff. It does... I do feel like it would have made more sense as the immunity idol in 41, since they were like, oh, we're, you know, turning over a new era or whatever. Um, but you know what? Whatever. They didn't think of it until they were filming the second <laughs> season. I honestly think that's probably it. And Tori wins the challenge. Of course she does. Of course she, she does. She was dead in the water if she didn't do that, and I was very disappointed. Same. Uh, back at camp, Roxroy goes fishing with Jonathor, and they bond over being straight shooters. Romeo then targets Jonathor, and Lindsay explains why to keep him and instead take out Marianne. Omer talks to Lydia and decides that she should be the target instead because she's already trying. I do do you, like I appreciate that Omer is like playing hard. I do not understand this at all. Well, Lydia was trying to go after one of their own, which is there's eight people in their alliance of twelve. It's, it's everyone in the alliance. Like one of them has to go. Uh, yeah. The thing I didn't get was like one of Omer's reasons he didn't want to go after Marianne was that I might need those alliance or the, those reward like the uh, the advantages that she has later for what? They're not yours. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so he goes around telling everybody to vote for Lydia. I love how he was like, I can't believe she's going after one of our own, and then immediately goes after one of their own. I'm, Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'll show her by going after one of our own. Yeah, she went after one of our own, so it's fine if I Exactly. Did. This didn't make any, this made no sense to me. It's like there were two obvious people to get out, and they they decided to just get an easier target. I hate it when the people I do don't know. this. Who who would have been the the better target? Do you think Jonathan and Marianne were the yeah. two obvious targets? Yeah, um, yeah. they. Uh, I don't know. I ju- I don't know why they didn't go go after Jonathan. Like, you know, he's gonna win every challenge after this. Like, why would you take that risk? The- Lindsay did make a good point that he's not good at puzzles, so you'll have you'll probably have an opportunity to get him out at some point. But in that case, if that's what you believe, then go after Marianne. Like try and blindside Marianne. Yes, she didn't play right. When he tells High, High goes around trying trying to sway the votes back to Marianne. Uh, So I'm glad this was a double episode because there was a lot going on. I feel like this is the case every double episode. But it's like, why isn't this show two hours every every week? You do get to see more of like the, you know, the thing with it is like I, I do feel like you do fall into that trap of uh, the editing trick they do every time. Where in the first half of the episode, if it looks like somebody might get voted out, they will not be, you know, like. Okay, sure, fine. Okay, good. But it's still with two hours. It still gives me enough time to get everyone's viewpoint on whatever is going to happen at Tribal Council. Yeah, the pacing was good. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, I think I think about how The Bachelor is two hours, three hours every single week. I I mean, it gets better ratings, I would say, and it, it they've proven that they can do that consistently. Yeah, but it sucks. It's boring. Survivor's fun. Not according to the American people, Jake. I have not watched The Bachelor. I have no opinion on it. I've seen a few seasons. Um, it's fine. It's boring, though. Um, unlike Survivor or A Cruise. Remember, um, what's, what's his name said that? Terry Crews? Yeah, Terry Crews. He said Survivor's fun. Do you think Terry Crews will have his own cruise at some point? Maybe he does already. Yeah, but it's going to be spelled Terry Crews, C-R-U-I-S-E. Yes. That's funny. Let's talk about these wildlife shots. We had a couple birds. We had crabs. We had clam. We had beetle. We had the wandering albatross, also known as the snowy albatross, the white-winged albatross, or 
a goonie because you know that they're before you get into it i do want to shout out that beetle because i i liked what roxbury said where he's like we're in his neighborhood when marianne was yeah. getting scared like you know what yeah. that's right that's how i feel about spiders it's like they're not they're gonna avoid me it's fine they live here yeah yeah 100 percent. they're not gonna hurt me although waking up with a spider bite I guess usually it's fine. It's like, I'll see it two days after it's already been there. Like, oh, it basically, yeah. it, it almost never happens, too. Mm, speak for yourself. Do you get a lot of spider bites? I, I, yeah. mean, I think we've got some spiders in the house. I feel like I never have them. They're always trying to make me to be Spider-Man. <laughs> they know. Well, they see the potential in you. <laughs> exactly. But you refuse to take great responsibility. Yeah. I'm like, please, no. I don't want to. I want to just chill. <sighs> Uh, this bird, the wandering albatross, is one of the largest and most well-studied birds in the world. Isn't that interesting? Uh, they can be found... Oh, very, very interesting. <laughs> they can be found throughout the southern hemisphere. In a single year, they have been witnessed circumnavigating the globe three times. That's cool as hell. Yeah. Three and a half to four... They're three and a half... And four and a half feet long. They're three and a half to four and a half feet long. Okay. Okay, we got that. Right, I had one too you many. Had to ends. circumnavigate that sentence three times. <laughs> it's Easter. Everything coming in threes, you know. Uh, they're three and a half to four and a half feet long, with a wingspan of eight to eleven feet. Wow. Wow. Like Owen Wilson said. They weigh between 14 and 26 pounds. They have white bodies with black and white wings. They will court each other by spreading their wings, waving their heads, wrapping their bills together while braying. That's fun. And they do that for six years, like Omar and his uh, his partner. Exactly. They mate for life, like Omar and his partner, and then breed every two years, unlike Omer and his partner. <laughs> yep. Different timelines there. <laughs> They'll live for 50 years. They eat what you would expect, but will occasionally eat so much that they will have to lie down on the open water. Man, if that isn't me after eating like a whole pizza, I don't know what is. I, I, when I read that, I was like, oh yeah, like old Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they eat too many. They eat uh, too many kebabs. Yeah. How do you think the IUCN ranks them on their red list? I certainly hope it's least concern. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately have to report they are vulnerable. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, so let's discuss this tribal council. Mister Jeff loves that everybody is there. High talks about how everyone is fluid. Hmm. I wonder what that note means. To alliances, probably? Or just like... But they're all in the one big alliance. Well, maybe... They all sleep in one big bed. Maybe there's sub-alliances, you know? And maybe there's dom-alliances, too. You don't know. Jonathan and Mike. They should come up with a bunch of stupid new terms that they can all use for the rest of the Pilots season. and passengers. And hyenas and lions. Oh my. Voting blocks. <laughs> uh, Romeo can tell when someone is being truthful. Basically, he's an empath. Yeah, I said that exact thing <laughs> when we were watching it. I wanted to come out to this game and be confident. Mr. Jeff talks about how he reinvented himself when he transferred schools when his family moved in high school. It just feels weird that it took Jeff 42 seasons to reveal this about himself. It's, you know, he's uh, very personal info. He's I don't, uh, very sensitive about it. I don't look to Jeff for personal info. I don't no, care. Jeff is getting a little too comfortable. <laughs> yes, 100%. He's like, oh, we're all in this together. I don't have to host anymore. We're all friends here. Like, no, you do have to host. <laughs> you still have to host, Mr. Jeff. I'm so sorry. I know it seems casual, but... Um, Jeff also didn't like being called uh, uh, Omer at one point said that he's 30 and older and a little wiser and Jeff didn't like that because Jeff's older than 30 well tough shit yeah look I'm older than 30 also uh, so I was also laughing at Omer actually 
30s old? Wait till 31, buddy. You all you all wish that you were Omer and I. Yeah. Still in the prime of our lives. Marianne and Drua Drua. Here's what's happened. The next line is Marianne and Drea Dua. Fun, who's on first bit, but with so we're on the same page? It was very funny. I was like, oh, it's so good that they can still find humor in this difficult social game. Really, humor is the best medicine. They say that. Doctors say that. Yeah. That's what, that's why they have, uh, when medical comes out, they just go tell jokes. <laughs> yeah, they always call him Dr. Jeff. They should be calling him Dr. Joke. Uh, Marianne rambles to the point that she forgets Jeff's question. And I really related to that. I often forget what you're saying. Somebody somebody somewhere is really enjoying this stuff, and it's not me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you love Marianne. You can't deny it. It's my favorite. Marianne's my favorite. Uh, that beetle then lands on Roxroy. Very funny stuff. High says lies will be revealed tonight. Ominous line from High. They then vote. Jonathor gets two votes. Lindsay gets a single vote. Marianne gets two votes. And Lydia gets five votes. What about that? Including one from High. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, dude. Yeah. He was so on board with being closer and then was like, well, I guess it's time for you to go. Bye. Yep. Cut bait. Uh, I didn't like this. I was kind of hoping Lydia would at least make the jury. And I thought this was a cowardly vote. People weren't willing to actually try anything. And I don't like it when that happens. Yeah. Agreed. This is an easy also, merge vote. Uh, uh, a potential, uh, you know, uh, sort of hindrance to the uh, the Roxroy winners edit run is Roxroy voted for Lindsay for some reason. Um, I think that was probably mostly to do with just being on exile for a long time and not being aware of what's happening. Yeah, he wasn't around a little bit, but you know, I, at the same time, like you got to be tuned in if you want to win. Tuned in if you want to win. Very true. Um, okay. Uh, let's discuss these points here that we've won this week. Of course, last week, going into the merge, we had both won 24 points in the pre-merge. I got a point for Drea surviving this episode. You got a point for High surviving this episode. You got a point for Jonathor winning the reward. I got a point for High winning the reward. You said pineapple would be at the merge feast or reward. Did you see any pineapple? No, there wasn't any. I wish I could say there was. Oh, interesting, because there was chicken, which is what I said. There was chicken. I can't deny that there was chicken there. Neither Mike... Where was that chicken from, Jake? Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood. Honestly, eating good in the neighborhood is such a good slogan. It is, it is a good slogan. It's really fun to say. What was the Taco Bell one where they would, like, move their hand in a wave? Oh, good to like, go. That was a good classic. Good to go. Yeah, that was good. Uh, neither Mike nor Jonathan won immunity, so sucks to your ass, Mars, for both of us. Uh, you said Jonathan would be voted out, actually. Did that happen? I didn't, did it? He, he, did, get, he did get votes. He didn't get votes, but that's not what we were guessing. Uh, holy shit. Can you believe this? I said Lydia would be voted out. <laughs> wow. So that's another point for me. Uh, you said cryptocurrency would be the uh, reward, which isn't even... I'm a sorry b- that people don't like comedy on the comedy podcast that we do, okay? I'm sorry that people don't like it when I make jokes and I'm penalized for hey, it. I've got 398 DYWSLN jokes that you've probably missed. <laughs> um, the product placement point I was predicting product placement prediction that's what it is for for so long I've been like what is this triple P in my notes mean loan. the PPP loan this is it I said Apple PPPs and guess what it was Apple PPPs 
I am both furious that you called this and happy that one of us finally did I know. actually call it. When I when I saw they they had uh, promoted it on Twitter before the episode aired, I like went over to the notes and was like, "Is that what I said?" Like that was I couldn't what I believe too. it. I was like, "I think Jake said that," but I was like, "Did you say that or Chili's?" I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So you now have twenty six points, and I didn't. Jeff call it something weird like the Steak Authority too. I don't think he said Steak Authority for this one. He said something burger-related about it. I don't remember what the it was. The burger authority is back in charge. Uh, that's fun. You have 26 points now, Thomas. I have 29 points. What do you think of that? Pride cometh before the fall. Thank you. Who's winning reward? Uh, I will say Mike is going to win reward. I, I'll say Jonathor, you know? not a bad choice who will win no what will the reward be what will the reward apple be um <laughs> probably not that uh <laughs> we have I'll the say, reward is left please i'll say they get coffee okay yeah that's good um i'll say it's a little early for a spa day. I'll say they get beer. Okay. And that's probably mostly I'm guessing that because I am holding a beer in my hand right now. I think they'll get an empty uh, cocktail glass that once contained uh, a gimlet. If we're going by <laughs> that standard. <laughs> Who is going to win immunity? Uh, I'll say hi. I'm going to say Jonathor. You know, I'm going to bet on him until he fails me. What? Yeah, you mean like when he person? won immunity this, this last time? That's exactly it. What survivor will be voted out? I'm going to say... I'll say Chanel. Ooh, that's a good, cho- uh, a good choice. Um, I will say... Marianne. I had to close my eyes and visualize all of them, and it's just Marianne's calling out to me. Of course, the PPP loan, you said cryptocurrency. I mean, there's still a chance it shows up. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll have an NFT show up at some point. Maybe they'll bring back the auction, but instead of $500, it's 500 cryptos. Yeah, you, they get Ethereum or like Dogecoin. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Um, Well, how about this? Uh, Next week, we're going to watch the show some more, and it's been good. Sorry, my internet's being real slow right now. It's stalling for time. Mm Mm-hmm. Thomas, what's your Twitter? You can follow me at TomNotTom. Wonderful, 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 wonderful stuff. You can follow the show at DYWSLN on Twitter or on Instagram at The Only Survivor Podcast. I'm wondering, should we change our Twitter to The Only Survivor Podcast also? We came up with that tagline long after we came up with the show. I think that would be a fun thing for that would be a fun thing for it to be named. Okay, I'll look into that and see if that's something we can do. I don't really know how Twitter works, to be honest. I've been on it for a hundred years, but I still am figuring it out. We'll check with the shareholders, you know, with next meeting. Yeah. I shot the shareholders, but I didn't shoot our patrons. We have a few shows on Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash justpodcast. We already talked about a few of them. We already talked about a few of them. Give, give one of them a shout-out here, Thomas. What do you want to shout-out? Uh, just Justin. If you want to hear us talk about Justin Timberlake, but not anything related to NSYNC, that's the podcast. <laughs> if, you want us, if you want to hear us talk about only NSYNC, you can listen to Justin yeah, Sync. There are two shows that are very good and very affordable. Um, hmm. Remember how earlier you said that The Bachelor can afford two hours every week because they get more viewers? I, d- I did say that. Well, this whole time I've been trying to load The Bachelor Wikipedia season 26 article. <laughs> so that you can see how many viewers they get to see. They if get I'm approximately wrong. three and a half million viewers every week. Which is like not. That seems very low. It's, it's, it's low. Uh,. 
But it's also like it's 2022. Like nobody watches TV on TV anymore. What does Survivor get? Like five to six million every week. I damn. It, okay. it should be two hours. It's better when That's, it's two hours. Yeah, it really should. Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe the advertising demographics aren't as good or something. But uh, the uh, that is. It's funny that it's it's getting a lot compared to other shows like it, and yet it's getting like a third of the viewers that it was getting yeah. the last classic season we did. Right, right. Um, I'll just let you know the Bachelor poster for this most recent season is incredibly cringe. Do you know th- why? Does it have like a bunch of annoying memes on it? Are there like Pepe's on there? Are there what? Are there, like, Pepe's on there? Pepe Le Pew? No, like, the frog. Oh, no. Um, the frog man. It is Clayton Eckerd, who played in the NFL, I guess. Um, maybe he still does. I don't know how to read. Uh, but he was the bachelor, and he's, like, sitting with his back to the couch, you know? Like, on the floor, he's sitting. And then there's, like, a bunch of pugs or American bulldogs or whatever like surrounding him um so that's fun I guess it would make sense if I watched the show maybe he likes dogs a lot yeah, that, I don't know that can be the only reason um yeah uh so Survivor this is our new mission get it two hours every week I don't want. I'm gonna go on record and say that I do not want it to be two hours every week. You love watching it twice, though. I like saying that, but I like the uh, the one hour time <laughs> commitment. I think I prefer. Oh, you love to lie. I love the way I lie. <laughs> okay. Leaving out the well, window. Climbing th- out the window. I guess that's why they call it window pane. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Thanks, Eminem. Marshall Mathers. Do you want to thank the fans for Venom. listening to Venom. this show? <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> they should have made another one. They should have made uh uh. He should have done a song for Morbius. Morbius, Morbius. You could say like Orifice. It would basically be the the Hannibal's Morpheus rap from uh, the Eric Andre show. <sighs> okay, so if you don't want to thank the fans, that's totally reasonable. I would love. I, I would love to thank the fans. Well, hold hold your horses there, bud. Because I just checked our Apple review. Yeah, we've been saying No, I know. We've been saying for months. Hey, go, go, go review us on Apple Podcast. That'd be great if you did that. That'd be so much fun. Somebody wrote well, let's just let's give them the boilerplate review, because apparently some people seem to have forgotten. I, I'm g I wanna say right now I I've been in contact with the person that gave that review and I have admonished them for not Good following our directions i said i appreciated the five stars (laughs) uh the the boilerplate one because it does seem like we need to reiterate is this is my favorite podcast i like it better than all the other podcasts i give it a big thumbs up and if it is a spotify review you follow that by saying i look forward to seeing this in my spotify rack so we we don't again we don't have any spotify reviews i don't maybe they just like haven't figured out the technology to actually submit or something i don't know I don't think anyone uses Spotify. I think maybe just nobody uses Spotify anymore. I don't think that they have any users. So. I'm a, I use Tidal, so I, I wouldn't We know. did recently get a five-star rating on Apple, though, which is very nice. So let's read it. Let's just read what it says, because I'm sure it's a nice review that, that everyone will appreciate. The, hmm. Well, the title says, Oh, Brother. Like a. We're not brothers. I don't know why they we're would. We're not brothers. Imply that. And then they write, this is from True Deal. Um, hmm. They said, all caps, these guys stink. I mean that they actually smell bad. The podcast, however, is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. Two big thumbs up for this guy. From this guy, excuse me. So he's trying to overcompensate for what he said about us by giving us two big thumbs up. And it's not even true. As opposed to a big thumbs, as opposed to a big thumbs up. Yeah, we, and you know what? I don't know why you would go by true deal if you're telling lies. Yeah, because we don't smell bad. We That's more like a in. false deal to me. False deal. That's what we're saying here. False False green deal. AOC, get the fuck yeah, out of here. Up. 
Buzz off, Bozo. Buzz off, Bozo. Bozo did it. Bozo did January 6th. Um, well, I guess all we got left to say here today is, hey, thanks for tuning in on another Marquesas Monday. I know it's not everybody's favorite day, but sometimes we're uh, in the same town, and Thomas is like, I don't want to record in person. You stink. You literally smell bad. Yeah, sometimes we're talking, both of us can't stand to be in the same room because we both smell so bad, but in different ways that we're not used to. Exactly. And also it's Easter. And also it's Easter. So I smell like rotten eggs because I thought that was tradition, but I'm learning now apparently it's not. People and people don't like it and they kick you out of the family events yeah. that you were going to. Oh, excuse me for stinking up this entire church. I thought I was Sorry praising that I the slept Lord. slept in a tomb for two straight days. I thought that's what you do. Okay, so I've been kicked out of the Catholic Church, but joke's on them because I'm still going to go to Italy whenever I want. And you know what? I'm going to... They can't stop you. They can't stop. What are the Swiss Guard going to stop you from going to Vatican uh, City? Have you, I'd like to see have you seen the knives they have? Like, that's going to stop me. Yeah. Oh, sorry that you have a reach advantage with the halberd. Uh, I'm actually yeah. really fast, and I'll Nobody dodge. knows how fast I really am. Um, so I'm going to Italy uh, this summer uh, uh, to avoid authorities because I'm, I'm, I stunk off a church real bad, and it was actually a felony how bad I did. We're going to start recording this podcast in international <laughs> waters. <laughs> like, you're clearly laundering money with your Patreon. <laughs> Please stop. Yeah, the Patreon, yeah, they're finally coming after us for that, and also it's illegal. Yeah, and I said, but I'm on the water, who's even going to notice? I'm in a canoe, and they said, believe me, we can notice. How are you... Whatever. What I'm trying to say is, just have a great summer. Deuces. So sad that it should come to this, we try to warn you all, but oh you may not share our intellect, which might explain your disrespect for all the natural wonders that grow around you. So long, so long, and thanks for all the things. The world's about to be destroyed. There's no point getting all annoyed. Lie back and let the planet dissolve. Despite those nets of tuna feats, we thought that most of you were sweet, especially tiny tops and your pregnant women. So long, so long, so long, so long, so long. The thing that Drew thought was really funny this weekend, because uh, I saw him Saturday and Sunday, because Sunday was our, our Powell family uh, Easter, was going up to people and going, uh, name's Bond. James Bond. <laughs> and the thing I said to him when he did that was, where's that from? <laughs> Is that from a movie? It sounds like so familiar. Yeah. Did you come up with that? <laughs> That's great. He also said, he's like, did you hear about the kidnapping? And I was like, I was 90% sure that he was doing some sort of stupid bit, but I was like 10% where I was like, maybe there was like actually a kidnapping. And then he went, you should probably go wake him up. And I was like, get out of here. And that was, and then he la- I didn't see him again. Like, that was the last thing that he said to me. Smarten up, probes.